0: Hello, Ed World. How's it going? How's everyone doing today? hope you're doing great. This is the Field Talk podcast episode 38. We are live here in Las Vegas with Emant Kishore. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Emont before we move forward. I'm super stoked about this podcast here. Uh, he's actually a Culinary Institute of America-trained professional chef. He believes that food can help you better your quality of life in more ways than one. And we're definitely going to find out how that happens here. Uh, you know, he, he believes that by eating a healthy, and nutritious meal, not only will your body and your mind feel great, uh, but your soul will also feel yourself in this world. He actually lost 60 pounds with the help of proper nutrition and working out. And this is something that he found out on his own. Uh, you know, no one taught him about it. He just went through the tower and errors that we all do. Um, so. Without further ado, let me introduce you to Amant. Amant, welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Welcome. Thank you very
0: much, uh, Pablo, for having me in your show today. Awesome, man. It's a, definitely a pleasure of mine. And we are totally stoked here at Fuelixer to, to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, we definitely want to learn a little bit more about nutrition and how you approach your nutrition, uh, how you got started and how you're helping athletes today, you know, fulfill their... Uh, their dreams and in, in optimizing uh, their training. Uh, so why don't we begin a little bit with our first question here of like, what was your first memory of ever cooking? Um,
1: I would say again, it was like everybody says in my grandmom's kitchen, helping her roll out, you know, flatbread. Um, it's called uh, chapati, you know, more like tortillas. So, okay. so rolling it out, helping them—that's probably what my first experience would be. So, it, so is it your
0: your infamous grandmother then, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ma- grandmom and mom and yeah, you know, yeah. I I used to fester them to show me how they make the food that I used to like eating. Um, even though I wasn't encouraged, you know, they never wanted me to pursue that or you know, as become a chef. You know, they probably wanted me to be a doctor or engineer, like most, you know. Indian fans would want their kids okay, to be. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and I also didn't know that was what I wanted to do in life you when know, I was probably six, seven, eight years old. And I used to be there, watch them do their thing, you know, and it, it was fascinating.
0: What was that? It really intrigued you to go up there to the counter and try to get your hands in. Was it just because you wanted to be a part of something that the family was doing, or the food itself was attractive? It was to
1: you? food itself. Um, the taste, I guess. Like it, 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 it gives me a different kind of pleasure eating good food. And I wanted to be able to produce that for and share it with someone who doesn't know how to make it. <laughs> so uh, how old were you when you got this cooking bar? Um, I probably realized it after my college days, you know, when I was doing my degree in uh, hotel administration. Okay. And where I had to go through all the different departments of a hotel. So, you know, front office, housekeeping, food service, and kitchen, and I enjoyed the kitchen classes more, and I thought I should specialize in that and make a career out of it.
0: Right. So, I'm just going to remind the crowd, uh, the audience, we are here in Vegas. So, where did you grow up? Where did you go to college?
1: I, for the most part, in India. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm from Kerala. It's the, the southernmost state in India. And so
0: all the way down
1: the bottom. All, all the way down the bottom. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so what what goes on there? What's the uh, what's it like
1: there? Uh, it's very tropical, um, yeah. kind of like Florida, I guess. You okay. A lot of beaches. I can see know, that. A lot of nature. You know, um, it's it's a paradise. Yeah. But you know, I wanted something. It's very laid back. I wanted something more, faster, more modern, bigger city. So. Yeah. I mean, well, you
0: know, I think for for many years now, Indian cuisine has. Uh, Only gotten stronger and bigger all over the world, you know, growing uh, very, very rapidly, uh, just like its marketplace. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, so you, I don't know. I guess you were, you know, you were a young guy. You wanted to um, pursue food right as Mm -hmm. a career. Uh So you wanted to do that out of the town that you lived in. Yep. Where did you go from
1: there? I went to another southern state to do my bachelor's in hotel management and after graduation I worked in um, I actually took up a sales and marketing job which I hated every second of it and I took some time off and did some research um, to see where I could go and um, further my education in culinary and I found out from my chefs and professors that the Culinary Institute of America in New York is the number one college in the world if you want to be a chef and I was fortunate that I got um, Admission in that college. How did you get in? I
0: mean, what, what was uh, that process like?
1: Um, I mean, I needed a certain amount of work experience in a hotel or restaurant kitchen, okay. which I had. I needed a few good references, and then I had to take a bunch of tests and write some essays. Um, and yeah, I got selected and my, Man. at that point of time and my, I, I told my parents that this is what I want to do. And they said, okay, if this is what you want to do, go for it. And then I just went for it.
0: Wow, that's killer! I mean, yeah, at least you got your your parents' blessings. On it, it wasn't right? easy, but yeah, <laughs> I, managed, I managed to get them. Yeah, they had no choice. That's good. Do you have brothers and sisters in that?
1: Yeah, I do have a sister, yeah. but yeah. Did they go on the on the
0: regular path? They or? went on the
1: regular path. Yeah, okay. yeah, they were, <laughs> they were smarter.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, man, I mean, you're you're here today, man. Yeah, The yeah. spot is killer. You know, you're you got your own home here. Right, which is awesome. So
1: I'm happy. I'm I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, nice.
0: for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, tell me a little bit about your, your physical fitness. Uh, you know, what are you, what are you working on nowadays? How is um, that, uh, you know, part of your life now? And
1: so, like you had um, introduced me, I was 60, 70 pounds heavier than what I am right now. Um, that stage of life when I found uh, that I did not look or feel as I should be um, was when I decided to transform. Um, the reason being, I was I was very active in high school and college. I used to play a lot of sports. I was in track and field, and I was a national level tennis player. Wow! So um, and even um, even my father, my grandfather, they were all into sports. My father used to play cricket, as one of the biggest sports in India.
0: That's an endurance sport, right? That can go on forever.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like it's like a, if you want to say like baseball, but yeah, different. But it can go on for months, I hear. Um, the cricket, yeah. Um, no, like it go, it, five days. Five days. Five, days, five yeah. days. Yeah. The test a test matches are five days and one days are like a day. Um, uh, so yeah. So I used to play tennis and um, all these sports. So when I got when I became a chef and my life was pretty sedentary and not active anymore, I put on all these, uh, put on a lot of weight, and. Um, I wasn't feeling myself, you know? I wasn't that, I was running 100 meters and 200 meters and now I'm stuck in the kitchen and not able to move or perform. Um, I wanted to make a change. And uh, that, w- that decision was uh, not easy to make. It happened when my father, who was a doctor, and who found out that my uh, triglycerides and my cholesterol, the HDL and the LDL were not where it's supposed to be. And, and I also had a fatty liver at that time from, um, you know, um, from um, my lifestyle habits, right? Let's put it that way, lifestyle okay. habits. <laughs> okay. um, so I had to make a lifestyle change. And my diagnosis of having a high blood sugar level and bad cholesterol made me wanna do something different about it. So I picked up weight training and uh, I started seeing results fairly quickly. And uh, the reason being is because my muscles had memory from uh, when I used to train back in the day. Right. And it for me, it was much faster than it was for other people. And I like the changes that happened to my body. So I, initially, I just wanted to um, lose some 20 pounds, 30 pounds. But then I, <clears throat> I got hooked onto it, that I took it to the next level and got ripped and took my body fat down to 8%, and I, which got me in. Wow. Uh, got me some opportunities in fitness modeling and all that so there's nothing wrong and that has happened from uh, leading a fit life you know only positive in terms of appearance in terms of confidence um, and just feel good you know you just feel good
0: yeah yeah when i, I want to learn more about how you're how you're able to balance this because you know that's that's something that people try to figure out their entire lives you yeah. know or they spend thousands and thousands of dollars consulting with someone trying to help them out. But yeah. you, you did that kind of on your own, so that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, before we get into that, um, can you give me a little bit of insight on how you've been able to overcome adversity through not only you know in your career, but also through your physical fitness? Like, you know, how, how are you able to get yourself off the bed um, and, and say, you know what, I want to tackle another 10 pounds. I want to tackle another 10 pounds. I want to tackle another 10 pounds. Like, what was really that intrinsic motivator to get you past those challenges? What were you doing?
1: Um, there are times when your body just stops responding. We call it the plateau, you know, when it hits a plateau. So those are times when you kind of lose motivation. There'll be two weeks at a stretch. You go to the gym, you don't feel any different. You don't see any difference. Yeah, we all know that. So I kind of change it up. You know, if I did a... a a two body part workout a day I would do a one body part workout a day or mix in a few new cardio workouts or you know change it up a little bit so your body gets confused and it starts working again um, and when I don't feel like waking up from you know and going to the gym um, I just force myself to do it I just force myself I just put my shoes on first like That is the worst part like if you put your (laughs) shoes on you're done like you don't want to take it out again that's true just get up and put your shoe on and then just get to the gym and it'll just work out if you don't want to work out for your one hour like you normally do just 15 minutes you know you're at least there and it's better than zero you know
0: yeah of course yeah of course i like that Uh, so outside of being a chef today what's some of your favorite extracurricular activities. What else are you up to? Um,
1: I like taking pictures. I am a part-time photographer too. If I have time, I will shoot for my friends or who needs photos taken. Um, photography has been a, a big part of my life. Awesome, what uh, kind of camera are
0: you using days? I have
1: a Canon 7D. Okay. Yeah, I have some really nice lenses too. Right on. Um, uh, photography, um, I like going and eating out. I like to try different restaurants. Um, I like to work out, obviously, Um, different types of workout, maybe hiking first, you know, Vegas, we have some really nice hiking trails. I go up the mountains or go up to Mount Charleston. I have a really beautiful dog that likes to run around. I have have an American bulldog, so I take him on a run. Um, What else do I do? Uh, Travel, I like to, if I, get a couple of days off, I like to travel to a place that I've never been to, to see mainly their food and uh, the culture. Uh, you know, being from a different culture, I like to experience other cultures too, and mainly connect to other cultures through their food.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, You love you love discovering,
1: yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's good. I love that man. Um, tell me a little bit about the foodie community here in Las Vegas. I mean, uh, you know, Vegas is known for having so many pockets. Uh, you know good food great yeah. food all mm. over throughout the valley right um, have you been you know interacting I mean you just said you like going to other restaurants so what's been your interaction with you know your peers in, in your community here
1: um, I am fairly new to Vegas okay. I moved here about three years ago uh-huh. and um, fortunately I've been lucky that I have uh, made some really uh, I met some really influential people in the industry and they've been very supportive of what I do Um and so yeah they've been really helpful my peers have been helpful and as far as the foodie community in vegas goes uh, uh they're they're changing i would say it's not like new york or los angeles or san francisco yet uh, people tend to go and eat at the strip like even uh, um, the tourists who come in they would everybody sticks to the strip nobody yeah. goes off the strip
0: no, they don't even leave the casino sometimes yeah. correct
1: yeah but The the scene is kind of changing over the last three or four years that I've been here. Um, People are venturing out, um, you know, they look at um, all these lists that come out of new restaurants that are off the Strip, so people are exploring. Even uh, the local community, they prefer going off the Strip uh, more these days because a lot of chefs from the Strip are venturing out and starting restaurants off the Strip. So there's a lot of action outside the Strip.
0: Yeah, I see, I see that in Summerlin and Henderson. I mean, uh, I'm holding here the Las Vegas Weekly, January 12, 18. I mean, this is the this is this, this week, is, right? This week's edition, And yeah. you're actually you have a whole spread on page. Uh, what page is this here? Do you have a page number? Yeah, the the big numbers over there. Yeah, page 17.
1: Page 17.
0: Right on, man. Uh, the title here is Indian and Then Some. Sports bar gem, toady shop deserves a discovery. So. The shop is where we're at right now. Right. right. It's part right. of, uh, it, it's a component of,
1: it is one of, the projects of what you're that doing I, right uh-huh. now, right? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, if, do you mind if I if I read the, the first paragraph here? Not a problem. It's actually yeah, pretty rad, man. So, the toady shop is hiding in the back of the end zone. It's a typical sports bar on Rainbow just off the 95. Named after small bars found in India that serve palm toady. That's how you pronounce it? Okay, perfect. An alcoholic drink made from, the tree, from mm-hmm. tree sap. Uh, to accompany spicy food that isn't necessarily where one would expect to find southern Indian delicacies. Jamaican inspired plates and other unique dishes. Chef Aman Kishore originally wanted to use the kitchen to prep for his lunch delivery service and the bar offered the space as long as he'd create some bar bites too. You know, it's true what we were just talking about in terms of foodie scene and, and you know, what are people from Henderson and Summerlin and different parts of the valley, you know, how are they discovering new food? Um, I, I don't know how many people would, would have, you know, found out about this place if they didn't find it on, you know, this magazine here yeah. um, or through word of mouth, right. you know. Uh-huh. But looking at your menu, I mean, this menu is definitely, this could be an any, I mean, you, you could be at Tivoli Village with this menu.
1: Right? <laughs> right. You
0: really could. I mean, and even even better than that. I mean, it's it's a, it's a dope menu. You guys, Whoever's listening in, definitely come out and check them out. Uh, he has a great team here, and you'll definitely enjoy. It. So we're gonna go on a little bit here. Uh, meal prep rituals, my friend. Do you have any any rituals? You know, before starting your day, uh, you know, if you have maybe like a special event to attend, do you do anything to get yourself psyched up. Um, you know, for for an event or something.
1: Um, I. I don't have uh, one thing that I eat every day. I okay. mean, probably bananas. I eat bananas every day, first thing I Really? Make, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> is that
0: like a preface you just love bananas?
1: Or I like it, it and nutritional benefits? grew up eating bananas. Okay. And then, yeah, nutritional benefits, I've been always told to eat bananas because of the fiber content and yeah. it's just potassium, and you know, that's what you need if you're sweating a lot. You need a lot of salt back in. uh uh-huh. um, And I work in the kitchen where I sweat all day, even if it's, um, 40 degrees outside, I'm sweating inside, Yeah. so yeah. I eat potassium, you know, um, yeah, I like eggs, um, I try to eat a couple of eggs, like four or five eggs a day, and um, not really, there's no rituals that I really stick to, I just try to eat something in the morning, I don't starve throughout the day, I need to eat something in the morning, and it's just, uh, not just for your health, your physical health, it's for mental health also, you know, you starve, you're not in a good mood, nobody's in a good mood when they're starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, angry, right? <laughs> angry. Right? Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. My, my my wife like that's about that idea, <laughs> you, for sure. You
1: don't want to be angry. Yeah, you
0: don't want to be angry. Uh, what are some of the growth developments of being a nutritional chef um, that also focuses on athletes too? Right. You you do some um, uh, collaboration with cycling right. teams uh-huh. in town. Right. That's actually how we got to meet uh, through right. Yash and the Carefast team. Right. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how your career with food and your approach to food has grown into this? kind of, uh, very flexible and, you know, different, I guess, channels. Right. That you serve people. Right.
1: Um, so one of the first, uh, sports related food, uh, menus that I've created was for a team of wrestlers that came down from Arizona for a competition here in Vegas, here in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So um, they come every, every year and they use me for their, um, team lunches and oh, dinner. So that's about 10, 15 people that come in and, um, they got to know through another friend who referred me, uh, saying that I do healthy lunches, not specifically for um, athletes, but this is what I do. And the, the coach got in touch with me and asked, them if I, asked me if I could uh, prepare something for their team. And he had given me uh, requirements, like they need uh, 10 ounces of carb, so many ounces of protein for different weight classes, and it was fairly easy for me to do it. And I thought, okay, this is something I should uh, do it, you know? That's so cool. And uh, Yash came to know about it because I post everything. I do mostly my work on um, social media. Yeah. And Yash knew that I was uh, uh, cooking for the uh, athletes. And uh, he got in touch with me to see if I would be interested to travel with uh, Carefast and Stork Team for the tra- summer training camp in uh, Redlands, California, and I thought that was the most amazing experience that I could ever have, be a traveling chef. You know, you don't have to do the same boring <laughs> That's thing. That's killer, man. That's right? Uh, you don't have to be in the same kitchen. You just go to California. Who needs a reason to go to California anyways? You don't need a reason. <laughs> So just, you get paid for it. Why not? Hell yeah! <laughs> hell
0: yeah! Hell yeah! So, Tell me a little bit of that experience. How was that?
1: Oh, that yeah. was amazing. So we just set out on a car, like packed all the kitchen equipment and um, just went there to California, not knowing what we we're gonna cook. Um, basically, I create menus around seasonal ingredients and fresh. And um, um, California is a place to get some of the oh, freshest yeah. produce in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went there went to some farmers markets picked up what they had and then just cook, cooked it up for them and looks like they had a good time that you know you're here today they spoke about me so
0: yeah for sure <laughs> definitely definitely man definitely i mean good good work needs to be uh, shown to the world and thank you yeah i heard a lot of great great things in it. and i mean I, I think you also you did a follow-up session with them too right yeah, like you, you did it again here in Vegas. I think they had like a small yeah, camp they
1: camp. they had a, a team meeting over here. Right. That was more like not um, not anything specific for right. their training. Right. It was just like a hangout. Right. Know? They they drove their you know bikes for the day and then you know 100 miles or whatever and then yeah. came had a couple of beers and I just cooked for them.
0: Yeah. Out of curiosity, uh, if there was a team out there, or well, yeah, a team, right? And and they were very very like data driven, and every athlete knew how much. You know protein and carbs they wanted to consume before or after a workout mm-hmm. um, you know they very, they were very specific about it um, could they just hand over a sheet to you and you could you know work off of numbers
1: yeah I could do that yeah, yeah. if they tell me what they want like again um, I, like I had mentioned I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian yeah, yeah. but if they tell me this is what they need according to what their uh, dietitian and nutritional advice, yeah. I can do that for them. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to tell them how much they need. Of course. Because uh, I'm a chef. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I just put things together that taste good.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, but that that's the key thing is that it tastes good.
1: Yeah, it tastes good, yeah. Right? Because yeah. I
0: mean you, you could you could easily like replicate some sort of uh, food off of you know, a cookbook, Yeah. but who knows if it's going to taste good, I right. mean, you know, you. I see you have some spices here, and I can already tell that mm-hmm. whatever no, you're going to use that's, here.
1: There's more right there. Like. Oh, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> a,
0: that's a huge spread. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Um, cool, man. How have you uh, managed to, been, you know, be able to balance work, life, and also training, because you, you also go to the gym, and you do some yeah. strength training, so, um, you know, how have you been able to balance all those things, you know, and because before... You know, uh, you focus mainly on cooking, right? Right, mm-hmm. and you experience the result that you weren't happy with. Yeah. So, how are you able to sustain what you currently are doing? Um, it's definitely a challenge. I wouldn't say it's
1: easy, but it's possible. Um, it is difficult, but um, like, do, I, you, do you have
0: any tips for you? You know? I yeah, know? I mean,
1: you really need, you want to have the desire to want it. You know, you I want to be a chef and I also want to be fit so it's something that you need to tell yourself I tell myself that I want to be a sh- I want to cook good food and I also want to look and stay fit um, so there are sacrifices I make I probably don't go out uh, partying all the time that I'm as much as I like to I like to party a lot but I don't a lot yeah um, that's a sacrifice I make and, and I like to sleep but you know sometimes when you have so many things going on You don't get i mean nobody should ever sleep for eight hours i think it's it's only Mm -hmm. in the books that you get eight hours of sleep (laughs) i mean i didn't i think today nobody gets eight hours of sleep yeah if you do you're wasting time (laughs) no i don't know that's my opinion but i get six hours of sleep that's
0: your state of
1: mind Yeah, yeah i mean six hours of sleep is what i should be getting but some you know sometimes i get four and i It's it's what it is, you know, drink drink coffee and suck it up.
0: (laughs) Well, I have have a question about like the the social aspect and, you know, those vices, you know, those other side that Mm -hmm. some of us have. Yeah. Um, So, are you saying that, like, you know, if you had a couple drinks or or whatever, um, it's it's hard for you to have like a cutoff time?
1: No, I can't do that. I can't.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, he's laughing. Someone's laughing here. Okay, okay. No, yeah, there's I, some hidden stories. No, no. The reason why I asked you this question, because yeah. you're not alone. I'm the same way, man. Yeah. You know, and I'm super social. I yeah. love going out. I love, you know, either either it's a house party or a club or, yeah. you know, I do that. Yeah. Right? But I know myself enough yeah. to know that if I, if I start and I'm yeah, in stop. that situation, man, I'll be out till for three days. Yeah. You yeah, know, just yeah. because that—that—that's, I tackle it. You yeah. know, I will take it to the face, right? As they yeah, say, is yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel, you know, I feel that.
1: You know, no, I go I out and it. have a good time. You know, I don't. I can never, never, like I—I've never done it. I don't do it. I will never do it. I cannot stick to like, okay, three rings. That's my cutoff. Never yeah. happens. I've tried it. Never yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's but why. That's why is, it's it's good, but it's also. Good to be proud, or not proud. You know, but just recognize that you're strong-willed and you yeah. know what you want, and yeah. you know you're not gonna put yourself in the situations to, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to fail, right? Right. So, well, I mean, that's good. I mean, if I
1: go out and have fun, I mean, I'm not gonna beat myself over that. Yeah. I would just, you know, be aware that okay, I had this yesterday or the whole of last week wasn't good. I just get back on track.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure, definitely, definitely. What's been the, your favorite cooking memory of last year,
1: 2016? Oh, 2016 has been excellent really nice for me um i like one of the highlights would be going to california with the uh, the cycling you know no, care fast team yeah that was really nice uh, it was three days of a lot of fun just cooking and uh, cyclists are really amazing people just because uh, they're always friendly and they say i mean even when you're riding a bike you see everybody saying hi to each other you don't even know each other but you just say hi that's the that's the personality of a cyclist. You know, I haven't seen a grumpy cyclist till <laughs> date. <laughs> um, uh, so that was fun. And then I did a couple of events. Like uh, I did an Indian festival. I had, a, I had a booth where I was selling tacos, uh, okay. Indian, Indian flavored tacos. That Indian was, flavored tacos. Uh-huh. All right. And that was at the Indian festival. Uh, it happens every year in Vegas around April, May. Uh, I did a pop-up uh, dinner at uh, a Bulgarian restaurant called Forte. Yeah, I've been to Forte. Yeah, yeah so good <laughs> spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a
0: pop-up there? Yeah. When was
1: that? Uh, it was in January last year. Oh, cool. Um, and that's probably when I started getting attention, you know. Right? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that was one of them. Then this, and uh, what else? I also did um, a fundraiser event for the cannabis industry here. So. How I, was that? Um, that was good. I like mean, what, what was
0: that? What, it wasn't infused
1: food. It wasn't infused. It was just a, a party for some of the most influential people in the cannabis industry. Okay. So um, I was just uh, fortunate to be part of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Have you? Do you follow Vice at all? Uh,
1: like, like Munchies? Uh-huh. Munchies yeah. on Vice. Um, not a lot, but yeah. I've seen their posts. Well, because
0: they have they have some good like infused you know uh, meals that they that they have on video. and stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, cool. something I would want to venture into later. Yeah,
0: some good <laughs> recovery meals. Right? Good
1: recovery meals, yeah. yeah. And uh, stress, you know, release yeah, stress. Of course. <laughs> of course.
0: Um, What's been the most challenging uh, nutritional meal that you've had to you know be a part of last year? Like, what was the most like? you know, whether it was creative, just like a new challenge, you know, something new that you weren't really used to?
1: Uh, something new I, would, I wasn't used to, um, I did a Christmas Eve dinner, and it wasn't something that I always do, uh, roast turkey, roast ham, that's, uh, I mean, I would, it's not something I've been used to doing, but I yeah. still did it. You know? right. It was Christmas Eve, and it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working on a Christmas Eve better be worth it. Yeah, it better be. Yeah, it, it was better. worth it.
0: It's good. It's good. Um, all right, cool, man. What, what's been? Uh, let's talk a little bit about you know physical activity. Um, you know, being in the gym, and or you know any type of activities that you do to, to get your heart rate up. Uh, what's your philosophy to training in general? Like, what's your approach to it? You know.
1: Um, showing up. Like uh, being committed. Like you know, it's not a one-day thing. It's not a, a week thing or a month thing. It's a lifelong thing. Like you cannot. Um, you could. You could uh, work out and get all those extra pounds out and be happy, and then get back to your old lifestyle. That doesn't make any sense, you know. For me, um, I I don't believe in being uh, the Tupperware lifestyle. I, I don't. I can't do that. So I balance it out. Uh, the main thing is being committed and realizing that uh, this is not a short term, you know, lifestyle. It's, it's, yeah. It has to be part of your lifestyle.
0: How has that mentality evolved over time? Like, did you always think like that or, you know, is that something that no, you gained recently?
1: It's something that I realized over the course of time. Because the first time I lost a lot of weight, I didn't know that, you know, it's, it's going to stay away. It kept coming back, it kept coming back. Right. And then I realized, you know, there's no way but to just keep doing it. So I try to go to the gym at least four times a week.
0: Are you, Cause you know, you're around food all the time. So um, is your weight, do you, uh, you know, are, are you on a scale a lot? Like, do you see that no, your I don't weight in no, your I don't. body changes
1: no, I don't very look frequently at the, or? I don't look at the figures at all. It's more intuitive. It's uh, more, the way I feel and the look, feeling, yeah. the feel and look, and uh, and also one more thing, being around food doesn't really want to eat all that food, it's because when you cook all that food, you lose your appetite, you know? You don't want to eat the same thing that you're cooking every day. You know, you don't want to, it just, when you cook and stand in front of food for so long, it just, you lose your appetite, for some, I do, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it makes total sense. It makes yeah. total sense. You're
1: always getting that smell and then, you know, your brain probably thinks you are full. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like eating everything I make, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, your your background and your approach to food and nutrition, um, you know, is very, very wide. You have a very panoramic view of nutrition. It's not mm-hmm. just burgers and no. ketchup and french fries, right. you know? Um, so, how, how have you been able to kind of correlate the different spices, the different ingredients your base sauces those type of things How, have you been able to match that with with sports like at all like did you find something that you didn't know before at the at the training camp with care Fast, for example mm-hmm. um, you know can you tell us a little about that like you know what's your approach to specific ingredients in the kitchen um, for an athlete
1: for example? okay um, uh this knowledge I gained when um, I was doing all the research to transform my body, and, you know, so because I wanted to add things that are naturally fat burning, like cinnamon, for example, is considered a natural fat burner. Pineapple is considered a natural fat burner. Pineapple? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so I try to eat pineapple or add them in my smoothie and also coconut oil. It's, uh, it's con- considered to be nature's fat burner, like a fat burning fat. So I include all these wherever I can. And then high fiber, you know, like anything that has fiber makes you feel fuller. You know, you don't want to eat all the time because you eat anything with fiber, like a banana or oatmeal, you feel full. So you don't get that craving that much. And also keep hydrated all the time. Like, you know, sometimes you feel that you're hungry, your brain tricks you into believing you're hungry, but you're not hungry, you're just dehydrated. So I have gallons of water with me all the time. And 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 uh, other ingredients like, especially the spices and uh, you know things like turmeric, for example, has immense health benefits. You know, it's uh, unbelievable how much the health benefits uh, turmeric and it's an anti-inflammatory. It's uh, it's got all kinds of healing um, uh, properties. And and uh, another one is ginger. It's great for your digestion. And you know, th- all these ingredients are already there in my cuisine. You know, so. It was already there. It was already there. It was was kind of, yeah, of, just it was putting a, a label on it. Yeah, and yeah. then I just read about it, and then I figured out that it's already there in my food. So I just need to make my food less uh, spicier and make it more palatable to the clientele that I'm making, I'm cooking for. Uh-huh. So yeah, so spices and all these uh, herbs and condiments in my cooking have. I mean, it's, it's, I just got lucky. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's enough. that's
0: uh, that's a huge.
1: Yeah, and then our. That's
0: huge to to you know um, explore and find out that your cabinet is full of before medicines. and after. They're yeah, all medicines. Full of medicines. You know?
1: Yeah. No, this uh, You're my like a,
0: a, a kitchen shaman. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So the the culture and the food uh, where I come from is thousands and thousands of years old. Yeah. So uh, these so. were what was used as medicines. These are all ancient Indian medicines, and we cook with it. Yeah, so, tell me,
0: can you sh- can you tell me some about them?
1: Yeah, this uh, this are not. Uh, yeah, yeah, this turmeric here. I have um, red chili powder, which kind of is like cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper is also great for um, fat burning. Yeah, um, beautiful
0: colors too.
1: Yeah, I got some yellow, and that. Got some cardamom, it's for flavor mainly. Cardamom? Cardamom. They yeah. look like uh, like
0: nuts or something.
1: Like... Yeah, that's a support, it's, a, it's one of the most expensive spices. Really? Yep. What would you use this in? Anything, like it's there in um, most of the masalas, the sauces that I make, uh, Indian sauces. Okay, excellent. This is fenugreek, great for digestion, fenugreek leaves. Uh, methi is uh, like dried fenugreek leaves, it's great for digestion. And then yeah, powdered roasted cumin. Oh, this
0: smells amazing, man! Yeah, oh my god.
1: Yeah, cumin, wow. coriander, a star anise. Yeah, cumin, cumin is good. Yeah, you use a lot of cumin. Oh, yeah, cinnamon, like
0: fresh ground cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon is gnarly. So you, this is a, you get these mostly at Indian stores? Yeah. You do think? Do you think the sources um, of you know where these come from? They have different uh, grades of quality?
1: Um, I get my Indian spices from the Indian store. Right. Yeah, because uh, most of them are uh, exported out of India. Right. So I, I know the quality of them. Yeah, you know, so.
0: yeah. But I mean, is there in the market, though, for these types of stuff, are there different grades of quality? Like, do uh, you know that exists, like, there's better um, no than it,
1: it would be probably um, much more expensive if you go to a regular grocery store here yeah because it's um, sold as a novelty item you know turmeric yeah, yeah. is um, uh, turmeric is a novelty then coconut oil but if you went to an indian store it's uh, everyday use you know people yeah. go there because they use it in everyday cooking so it's not as expensive you know oh cool, yeah
0: yeah yeah awesome awesome man um let's see here when you go that's good <laughs> I mean, how do you, how have you been able to keep, um, I guess, an injury free? Like, have you had any injuries throughout the year? Because sometimes when you're not sleeping, yeah. you got a lot of stress from work, mm-hmm. you're also working out, you're cooking, sometimes you get injured, you know? Right. Like, how have you been able to skew that, and go away from those Oh Okay, situations? so
1: I've um, torn my hamstring a couple of times. Um, so What were you doing? It's called rice. That's what my doctor told Me to do rice, R I C E, which is uh, rest. Uh, you put ice, and C is uh, compression and elevation. Okay, so that's rice. Yeah, so, so you need to rest that muscle, you need to put ice on that muscle, you need to apply some kind of pressure, which is compression, like put a bandage, yeah, and elevation. You put it higher. Some
0: good tips, yeah, I mm-hmm. like that. I
1: like that. Uh, and also just you need to know what your body can take and you don't worry about what the other person is doing you know everybody's body is different yeah so for example if I see somebody bench pressing like 200 pounds that's him he's been training for so many years so that's how he got to that point I shouldn't be trying to do that I should be doing what I can do that it prevents a lot of injuries and then by uh, knowing the form and not just going to a gym and just starting lifting weights, knowing the proper form, the proper technique, get some guidance if you are not sure how to do it. You know, that helps a lot in preventing injuries. So. Thank you,
0: thank you, I like that. Um, so, in general, what, what's your approach to nutrition? Because I know you cook for others, uh-huh. but what do you do for yourself?
1: I don't like cooking for myself. I don't have the motivation to cook for myself. Uh, I wish my mom was here to cook for me. <laughs> Yeah, she helped me a lot, uh, you know, uh, with my nutrition. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's your what's your go-to meal like after a really hard workout? Like, what do you what do you like to
1: do? Um, something high carb like rice. I mean, it's uh, rice is a very staple carb in uh, my cuisine, so we eat a lot of rice. Um, Yeah, rice and chicken or um, chapati, like the tortilla flatbread. Yeah, chicken. Like, I love chicken, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm already getting hungry. I know we're gonna we're gonna just yeah, yeah, right. cooking here in a little bit, so I can't wait. Um, man, you do any meditation?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah You're into sure. meditating? Yep, Yeah. Tell man. me a little bit
0: about that. Man. Um, is it been always like your entire life? No, no, no.
1: Definitely not. It's uh, you know sometimes you seek help. You know you want somebody to tell you how to. Cross that uh, bridge or that barrier, yeah. And then that was one of the techniques I picked up. Um, I went to a yoga ashram in India and learned it from um, a yogi there. I went for a crash course. I did some basics uh, um, in yoga and meditation. Um, I don't do a lot of yoga as much as I like to, um, but I do sit and meditate, uh, like you know, mostly in the mornings after walking my dog, yeah. I sit in the gazebo, and you know, just quiet my mind, you know, that's it's not easy, but you quiet your mind, and then uh, you start the day like that, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try to do 20 minutes every
0: day. What were, what were some of your struggles in the beginning? Because it's kind of hard to start, right? If yeah. If you're, you're not, you know, if you're a very high-energy, A-type of yeah. character mm-hmm. to sit there
1: for a minute is like yeah. torture you know <laughs> yeah it's it's practice Like it's like going to the gym you can not lift heavy weights the first day you cannot sit for meditation for um, 20 minutes the first day um, start with um, one minute it's great like it's like doing pull ups you know yeah. you do one pull up the first day and then end of the month you're doing 15 pull ups so it's the same you know you sit for one minute you know your mind is going to wander you know, yeah. all you need to do is just count in your head or, you know, like, count backwards. Just focus on what you're thinking about and nothing else. Yeah, so it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it helps.
0: For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this this has been, like, completely enlightening, you know, for me. Because I, I haven't talked to a lot of chefs about, you know, that are close to athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, that are close to... I don't know how many of them are here in Vegas, but... You're definitely the 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 one that I think. Um, man, I would, we're gonna see what we can do here with Felix because you got you got an amazing amazing approach to uh, to food in general, which I I definitely love. You know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see you you respect you know the food itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just something you're throwing on a on a pan um, and just giving it, throwing out the window to the next person. You know, you really put some love into it. Correct. And um, I can't wait to taste it. Um, What are the plans for you and your projects that you have going on uh, for this year?
1: Um, This year I want to get started back on my lunch delivery service, which I took a a short break when I was setting up this bar kitchen right here, where we are standing right now. Um, So I want to get back into that firstly that should happen immediately and then uh,
0: are you yeah. gonna, are you gonna deliver it like they do in india with um <laughs> the you know, t- those towers the, the different boxes yeah what are those what are those about you know you know what's funny yeah is uh you know these you know all, all of these delivery services yeah they are actually like based on out of like that model you yeah, know, yeah yeah uh, which which is crazy mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know a lot of I actually Westerners wanted to that, call
1: my service the tiffin box or the Dabba wala, as they are called in India. The, those guys, uh, what they do is they just go to their home and then pick up lunch and bring it up. They don't, they don't uh, make any of the lunches. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They go to they, like, so let's say there's how many are in one in one uh, tower? It depends. Different, different meals. Yeah. But dip- let's just say there's six, right? We call the six pack uh, tiffin box. <laughs> six pack. Right. Yeah. So the six pack tiffin box, there's six different meals. In India, they would, uh, from what I know, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, you know, they would source the, some of the meals in different homes. Like, the ladies would make a specific No, it's, carton, it's only right?
1: that. It's only that. So That's these, crazy. So these guys, all it's they amazing. do is uh, pick up food from the homes and give it to the working husbands in their office or wherever they I are. We talk
0: about local business. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine just having <laughs> people just cooking out of their homes, you're picking it up, and I don't know. Yeah, but I then... Know, then um, I, um, I mean, I, I love it. In, you know, over there, it's it, it can happen. Yeah. Right? Realistically, yeah, yeah. it can happen. You yeah. have a lot of condensed city, millions of people. Uh, and
1: then there are more women working yeah. at home. And I wouldn't yeah. say they don't work. They work a lot. Yeah. They our, work, our, they work vi- for the family. So they yeah. cook for the family. And then, like, husbands like to eat what their wives make. And they just... There's the service that collects food from home and brings it to the office. Yeah. So that I think would it'd be
0: cool to get, to receive a tower, you know, at the office or at home for lunch. <laughs> That'd be cool to get the six-pack tiffin box and Yeah, that, that's it right there. You know? So
1: what I do is a three-course meal kind of, uh, okay. with a salad or a soup as an appetizer. And then uh, a, a main lunch, a main course, which is a, a nice uh, um, complex carbohydrate, a lean protein, and some vegetables and vegetables. Um, all, most of the produce I get for these lunch boxes are from local farmers markets. Okay. So they're organic and um, in season.
0: Right. So, so you're you're working with the local huh? local uh, farmers, producers, right? The farmers
1: markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you heard of uh, the, any of those mi- microgreens? Uh-huh, uh Yeah. Are yeah. you going to be working with any of those? I or? have
1: a friend who I work with. His name is Chris, and uh, he's uh, he has a small little booth in um, uh, downtown Summerlin and downtown uh, Third Farmers Market. Okay. And he got them really tasty micro microgreens and herbs. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I know. I know. They're some of them. They're well. They're doing them inside too, like the hydro. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. That's rad. That's cool, man. So, yeah. So what what could I expect? Uh, I think he just told me the menu, but. How how does it work? Like, do I order, um, like per meal basis, or could I just get like a full week's worth of food? Yeah,
1: it's usually um, five days, and I would, I mean, require at least three days of uh, meals to for it to be delivered. Um, so it's either a three, four, or five day meal plan, and it'll be delivered to uh, your office or your gym or wherever you are, and between the hours of ten and twelve. Yeah. So. I'm trying to figure out a service that will do the delivery for me Mm -hmm. or um, I'm just figuring that out. But that'll be done pretty quickly. Very cool, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very cool. So you're looking at salads, a main...
1: A salad or a soup or some kind of appetizer, which is you are used to eating, but it's a healthier version, you know? Um, So I would... um,
0: would you make exceptions uh, for vegetarians or vegans? Um,
1: I'm not familiar with the vegan cooking at all. I mean, okay. I've not really done that because it's uh, it's a whole different field altogether. And um, it's not something I'm familiar with, but vegetarian for sure, yes. yeah. Because vegans, they use a lot of substitutes for, you know, what we yeah. normally use in, yeah. for butter and eggs. And, you know, I went to school for baking and pastry. I cannot live without eggs and butter. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
0: okay. Um, so we got. So we got. Is that your your main project for this year? Uh, yeah, the it's just uh-huh.
1: the six pack chef uh, meal delivery is what I will be starting next, and which is pretty shortly. Um, yeah, you can go on to my website and order, sign up, you know, get in touch with us, ask any questions, as many questions that you have, you know, you know, one of us will reply immediately, you know, not the same day, the next day for sure. Um, but yeah. What
0: would someone do if they just want to see you, like they want to taste, you know, taste some of your, your greatness on a plate, uh, they can they just come out here? They can come here, the yeah. shop?
1: they can check out yeah. the toddy shop. Um, toddy shop has some South Indian food on it, and um, in addition to some of the bar favorites and uh, global street and uh, bar food, uh, the South Indian food, like I said, I cook it with coconut oil so it starts off healthy, you know. Yeah. And it's.
0: Yeah, we're going, be, we're going to be posting um, all the links and all the contact information, so you can definitely check out, um, you know, everything that Amon has, you know, on on, on, on the plate. So, um, let me ask you this, man. If there was someone out there listening, because you never know, right, um, that are kind of, they're like on the fence, you know, man, I love food, you know, I've been working at a restaurant, I've been a, a sous chef or... You know working in a line whatever or they never even been in the kitchen but they're interested in cooking um, if that person is listening right and you know they're there what would you tell them like to have, to motivate them to take that leap you know to go after that dream to do something that everyone else is telling them not to do to be a chef yeah or yeah to, to be a chef or you know to start you know, something like what, what you've been doing, Like, wh- how would you motivate them and what type of tips and guidance would you give them?
1: Uh, once you've made up your mind that this is what you want to do, you just close your ears to what everybody else says and then uh, be ready to fail. Um, just keep failing and failing is not really a bad thing. That's a learning experience I feel. So just keep failing, 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 or learning, learning, learning till you win.
0: What have been some of your
1: failures in this career? Um, in this career, um, uh, let me see. I've done. I've started a few other startups, which did not really work out. Uh huh. You know, so I learned what went wrong. Like I started um, another business back at home, which didn't really get the, which wasn't received as it should have been. I feel so. I tried something else. I came back to America, you know. India wasn't ready for me yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because, you know, people with our mentalities, it's kind of hard to answer that because we don't consider them failures, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean
0: they're learning experiences, yeah. you know, and, and that, that without them, we wouldn't be uh, where we are now. Yeah, You know, which yeah. is on a, on a path forward. Right. You know, which is great. Um, cool, man, do you have any special shout outs Uh, to anyone out there that's in your life, uh, in your support group, in your core group, you know, that has been with you um, on the good days and the not so good days that you would like to, you know, give some love to?
1: There are so many people, um, I I don't want to mention anyone, but they know, they they are there because if I miss somebody, then I'm in big trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do it myself Uh and we all need a few people in your life to have faith in you and they still have faith in me. They let me fail, they let me take chances and they're always there and they know it and uh, I don't want to take names because you know there's a few of them. Yeah, and, and I don't want to forget anybody. Um, uh, it's all good. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure
0: when you see them, you you definitely uh, yeah, you know, let them know No, I give them
1: hugs every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. hugs, are good.
0: Hugs, are good. hugs are good. All right, man. Um, anything else you wanna you wanna close out with? We're gonna wrap up and uh, get on this live video here in
1: a bit. Yeah, I wanna thank uh, you, Pablo, for coming down and talking to me and oh, finding man, out what I do.
0: Yeah, it's and, my pleasure, uh, man. 100% yes. my pleasure.
1: No, I'm I'm really uh, really appreciative. Uh, for letting your audience know what I do and I want to thank all all of you listeners for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you and meeting all of you in person uh, come down and say hi I'll be here at the Toddy Shop on, on Rainbow and Westcliff
0: that's Las Vegas this is Aman episode 38 guys thank you so much without you I mean Aman just said it you know without you we, we wouldn't be anything in what we do so definitely much love and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.